2012 Pipeline Master He's the surfer, surfer too He's a sunny coast cool legend He's trained to the Timbuktu When it comes to professional surfing He's our swellian guru If anyone knows, you know who knows? Paco's knows Paco's knows What do we call this thing again? Uh, oh yeah, Paco's knows <laughs> Paco knows nothing. (laughs) The 2012 World Champ, 2012 Pipeline Master, and the 2012 Tahiti Pro Runner Up, an event that uh, still keeps you awake at night, mate. (laughs) Yes, yes. All good. (laughs) All good. (laughs) Oh, I I know. Look, we've talked about it many times on the podcast, but um, it's an event, Paco, that and a wave that took you a fair while to sort of get comfortable with, right? Like, I mean, a, a lot of years on tour before that final happened with you and Mick. Um, how come? Um, oh, man, like, uh, I guess you're a product of, I guess, your own environment where you grow up. So I came from a sand long right-hand point break and it's a short, gnarly left on a reef. So it's never, growing up, never had any of that, uh, that kind of juice. So definitely took, I, I would say... Um, I, oh, maybe 10 years, it would have almost been 10 years before I felt comfortable, but then that was a lot of time in Fiji too, surfing cloud mm. breaks through the years too, so, um, where I felt not only comfortable, but you could match it with, you know, guys like Andy's and whoever else at that time were, were definitely the front runners. Mm. Yeah. What, what? Do you think is it just time, mate? Like, do, do you have to put in the time out at Chopes to sort of get familiar with it? I mean, uh, it's not really necessarily about having the courage because anyone can sort of throw themselves over the falls there, but actually getting a read on the joint and which ones are going to do what? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think so too. I think you know, m- maybe it does have those days where it gets where it's absolutely perfect. It's eight foot solid, and it, when the sets come, they are bombing, and they're they're the ones you know they're crazy. Mm. Um, there are they do have those days where it's just if you if you're in the loop of priority and you're going to be on the next wave and it's going to come in, it's going to be a thumper and you got to go. Um, but I reckon, mate, I reckon I serve two or three heats like that ever, mm. maybe two, not even three. Mm. Um, one in particular, but I the rest of the time it can be tricky. You can, you know, it can be. Lots of different west bowls or up the top or south ones. There's, there's a lot of different ones to figure out. You know, you're just not sitting in the same spot. Um, mm. I know, catching the same wave. So, and it's that weird, get that weird cap in between size, you know, at that four to five foot kind of mark where it might cap on that little bit of back bit and not be hollow. And, um, and that's what, what I got unstuck with when I, when I lost that final with Nick. Mm. Mate, um, I mean, this is a huge event in in, in terms of uh, the year, but obviously locking away these top five spots for the, the WAS finals. Um, with the stakes being so high, uh, like I know we're not going to get the, the pipeline finale that, w- that we're used to, but, I mean, this is as good as the next best thing, right? We've got, like, uh, you know, people in with a chance to qualify. We've got other guys who are going to be feeling the pressure of crew coming from underneath them. How difficult is it to perform in that sort of furnace? Because, I mean, yourself, you've, you've surfed in those, like, big events where it's all on the line. Uh, you've obviously ridden one of those events right through to a world title, and you've also lost a world title in those 
circumstances as well where, you know, it's pumping and you've got to perform. So, yeah, what, what are these guys in for and, and women in terms of, like, mental preparation when they paddle out, especially if it's bombing? Oh, they are. <laughs> Mate, yeah, and then you've got to throw in a couple of wild cards and you've got to start thinking of those guys too, mm. uh, men and women. Um, I think it's they're in for a, a probably an emotional roller coaster, I'd say, a lot of it. Um, kind of, I guess, channel their nerves in the right way. Um, also, uh, your heat strategy out there, depending on conditions. I mean, I think you know, the guys that have been successful out there know the wave better than anyone. Um, I think that that trumps it all. Um, you know, there's other places where you don't really probably need to know the wave as well. Um, you know, I think you know, everyone can surf some ways, but this wave is one. Knowledge is key, I believe. Mm. And that's in any conditions? I think so. I mean, <laughs> sure enough, what about if it's two foot and we're, you know, we're doing a couple of backside snaps down? I don't know if, uh, <laughs> I don't know how it works from there, but, you know, there's a chance that, um, you know, it doesn't look like that on the forecast. So I think it, it'll be pretty amazing to see. You know, who has a dig, um, who, you know, there's some really good old experienced heads in there and there's guys that like, you know, guys that actually haven't been, um, like Callum's and guys like that, you know, mm. he's fearless. Is he going to go and do some damage, you know? Um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited to, to watch it unfold. Yeah, I, th- I think the first week's looking pretty dodgy and then there's sort of a big swell building into the second week. So, I mean, the chances that they'll run a couple of first rounds – uh, in junk is pretty high, uh, and that obviously plays to Phil. I think if Phil, the big stories, like as we look into this event, is Phil and Jack battling for number one, and then the the rest of the log jam sort of uh, trying to lock their place. Yeah, in. and I I wasn't aware of how far it went down. I mm. wasn't, um, you know, I thought it would be, you know, when you say top five, it'd be the two, maybe two guys behind all jump. But any of the any of the guy, you know, from even the guy in tenth winning. Gets a spot. Mm. I, I don't know exactly how what number it was, but I remember looking. There's there's four or five guys that potentially drop a real small result for a ten, you know. Yeah, for a, for a first and and jump into that fifth spot. Well, do you see Phil getting overtaken by Jack in this comp? I think if, if Phil makes two heats, he's he's locked it away regardless of what happens. Do you think? Um, yeah. Um. Oof. You don't know. I mean, yeah, is even if Phil doesn't win his first heat, who does he come up against? Or who does he come up against in his second heat? Does he come up against or a wild card or, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. How would you feel if it was six-foot Chopu and it was Michelle versus Philippe paddling out? Mm. I'd, I'd probably have to, if I had to make a bet, I'd go with, with Michelle. And that leaves the door open for Jack then. It does. And then, you know, I think Jack Jack's a walk-up start to a final or at least a semi-final. Mm. I think he's, his consistency is amazing. I think that he's, his, his knowledge of that wave is incredible. All right. Well, let's, let's look at these bottom guys, mate, just quickly. Ethan Ewing at third, Idlow in fourth, Griffin in fifth, uh, Kanoa in sixth. And then you've got, as you said, Callum, Connor and the Pupo brothers all with a shot. Who, who would you want to be out of these guys and who would you not want to be, uh, particularly in that little cluster around four, five, six? Like, who, who would you, uh, you know, who would you really like to be out of those guys? I probably would not want to be Kanoa right now. Mm. I just feel that's a hard spot. Um, you know, 
I, I feel like you'd be trying. Um, I, I, it's a, that's a tough one. Um, Italo, up to about Italo. I mean, I think Ethan, I think Ethan could uh, hopefully hold for, hold on from there, and the, and the other two will hold their spots from there. But I just anything can happen with. Uh, I'd really, I'd like to see like Callum is there, and I just know, you know, there's a good dig when it gets bigger. It gets through those early rounds, and if it gets, you know, a six to eight foot chopper, and, and it is even if it's a bit wobbly and wild, I think he's, he's got a good heat formula and, and you know, a good tube riding ability. I think he'll have a good go, mate. That's huge. Yeah, Kanoa, he's he's got that sort of great white shark sort of hunter about him, but. He's yet to really deliver when the pressure's on. Um, I mean, I know he got a silver medal in the Olympics, but he really was looking at gold. He got pipped there. But what what about the friendship factor and the fact that they're both uh, Griffin and Kanoa? You know, they they have the same coach. They travel together. Is it a is it a better motivation to have someone who you're so close with as the guy that with the target on the back of their head, or does that actually fuck with you a bit? Oh. I, I, like did, I did Mick bring out to, your I, best I, surfing, or, or or was it actually more of a rattle I surfing think against so, him? For sure, definitely. Um, I think in you, you know, that never give up attitude. Most bad, if I was a closer friend too, but I'd always struggle sometimes there too. It's, um, those guys are tight friends. I, I mean, that's a hard one even for a coach to you know. I I, I don't know how the heat starts without priority and a man or man, and then it comes down to. A, them both, you know, is it a, is it the old flip of a coin? Is it a hassle? Are they going to be all over each other? Is it going to break their friendship? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I remember when Andy and I stayed together in Tahiti and we flipped a, a muesli bar for it. <laughs> and, and it was, a, it was, it was the, probably the worst idea ever because one wave came, the very first wave of the heat, and I, I got it because I'd won the muesli bar flip, and that was pretty much it. Oh, he, no. He barely spoke to me for, like, the rest of the trip. Mate, it's it's such a throwback to, um, you know, the 2009 world title year as well. These two, do, they, they would have so much of the same sort of game plan and, you know, getting a lot of, this, of similar advice, even though I know that they're, uh, you know, I'm sure Tommy Witz has uh, different strategies for both guys, but, man, they would be going after each other. I, just one last question on that. Could they be so focused on each other that they miss out on the Callums and the Connors and those those other crew around them? Is there a danger of that? Yes, that's a really good point, yeah. Too busy look, you know, over your shoulder at one person and there's actually you should be worried about three behind you. Behind <laughs> you, or, you know what I mean? I, I, I really, yeah, that's it. I guess oh, they're pretty, pretty uh, – Wine strong these days, you know. I had to mm. hope to think that there's none of that full company. You know, it's just going to be your heat strategy and your game plan, doing it right and doing it the best you can. So you beat that person. If it doesn't come off and you lose, then so be it. And if you don't, if you do win. Well, if you think that was stressful, and wait finals, I suppose, because that day looks really stressful. Mm. And also, uh, I mean, we're sort of like talking about it like it's one or the other, but if both guys make the final, they're both a chance of qualifying as well. So, Yeah, well, yeah, they're going to be one of There's a good chance they're going to surf against each other, aren't they? Yeah. Especially if they stay in that fifth and fourth, and there's a really high chance. Mate, um, just uh, on Hoggy, 
we want to we want actually want to send out or kick off on uh, Friday or Saturday. Get a rocket up Hoggy Day. Get all the swellians to send in messages of support. Uh, how psyched are you to see the hog back in the rashy? Oh, I was so stoked. Um, he's been, uh, you know, he's been really trying on the QS and really having a go. I'm just glad he gets this event. You know, I think that this is the one. If he know to pick all the events to surf and um, you know, not the ten thousands, this is the one he sh- he he should be in, and uh, this is the one he can do some damage in for sure. How how do you go watching him? Do you like if you're sitting on the couch? Do you end up jumping up and down? And like, I just I can sort of picture he's just getting excited at, the, at, at every wave he paddles for. Yeah, I do. And then I just because I guess I, I you know once you've like surf with him and you've you know him well and you I can't stop laughing half the time. I just love his intensity. It's been that way since we were kids. And if it, if you come out being trying to be, he tries. You can see him like fighting the fighting just the emotion all the time you know it's um he's trying to settle himself down but sometimes i just love it when he just lets the plug out and just lets these emotions go and it's the best claims you'll ever see yeah for sure right the vein that sticks out of his neck he's given angelina jolie a run for her money oh my god the two forehead ones are even worse now <laughs> <laughs> but i can't wait i mean you know i Sorry, copped a little bit of flack on getting it, but he's deserving. He's still he's there, so let's support him. Yeah, I'll get a rocket up hog day kicking off. Uh, we'll get the Swillians onto that. But mate, um, couple more questions for you. Just uh, with the women, um, Carissa and uh, Joanne, they've locked their places away. Tatiana in third, Steph in fourth, Breeza in fifth, and then Tyler and Gabriella, and I think Isabella Nichols is a long shot. Um, how do you see that one playing out, mate? Uh, it's been a while since we've seen the women out at Chopes. Uh, who, who are you nervous for in that in that sort of bottom half of the top five, that three, four, five there? Um, well, I guess I'd be a little nervous for, you know, probably because I'm a, uh, such a fan of Steph's and I really want to see on finals day on a big trestles war on, on a wall, so I'm really nervous for, to, for her. Um. Um, but I still think she's very capable of it. Like I said, she grew up in the Gold Coast, but she's surfed enough left reefs over her time now to, to be comfortable enough. And um, yeah, it's going to be exciting because since we, it's been so long since the girls have been, and their caliber of surfing's gone up so much. So it's going to be great to see how they match it. You know, they've been surfing pipe now for a while, and they've been killing it there. So Chopu is just another challenge, and it's going to be great to see them all out there in the yeah. modern day era since, since last time, I suppose. Well, I loved what Lane said, you know, when we were in Manly uh, for that live show and we were saying, you know, is there a duty of care there? Uh, what, how big is too big for the women? And she was like, nah, just chuck them out, get them out there. You know, we fought so hard to get that opportunity and they're capable, so there shouldn't even be that conversation really. Yeah, I, yeah they're all going to have a good dig for sure, you know. I, uh, and I, you know, I, hope, I hope they get some – it's going to be a bit of a bummer because at the start of the event could be – a bit lackluster mm. sort of day on forecast. So hopefully, you know, we we get through that and and keep all the the guys in and girls in that qualification that can maybe make it so it makes them exciting, exciting up here. Yeah, mate. Um, to a solid swell is what I mean by that. Yeah. So we've got uh, Carolyn Marks and Vaheen Fiero in the um, Fiero in the uh, in the draw there. 
they're going to be so hard to beat. I can't. I, I think they're going to really break a few hearts as they sort of move through the draw, those two. But just finally, mate, who's going to win, men's and women, in uh, Tahiti? And give us your top five as you see it for both as well. Oh, I think Taddy. I've got a feeling Taddy's. I when when they wanted to get this uh, for the women, she's been pretty vocal on having it. So I reckon that she just wants to go out there and prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Carolyn Marks probably can make the final with her or even win. So, but I'm I'm going to go Taddy. Yep. Um, the men, the men could be could be hard. Um, I, I'd like to go a Griffin or. A, Jack's, Jack's too confident. It's like him at sunset. Hands up, they end up winning. He just yep. he's solid out there. I feel like Jack or Griffin, um, or you know, if it isn't one of those two, maybe a wild card. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. But my top five. Ooh, that one, I'm not going to even. I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, that's like I'll pick the first two and each of the rest could be anyone. So, um, I don't want to. Throw right. my cards on the table yet? Right. As far as uh, we'll, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you on that after the comp, uh, which will be fun to talk about. You know uh, who's there mm-hmm. and and how they're going to look going into trestles. But um, all right, mate. Well, look, thanks so much for your time. Go and uh, enjoy your surf. We'll see how things play out. Fuck, this is a ripper, mate. This is so exciting. This is going to be great. I know. Let's just hope the surf gods are just giving giving for the week. Awesome, Parker. Good on you, man. Thanks for your time. All right, thanks. See you, see you later. He's the 2012 Pipeline Master. He's the surfer, surfer too. He's a sunny coast coolie legend. He's drained to Timbuktu. When it comes to professional surfing, he's our swellian guru. If anyone knows, you know who knows? Parkos knows. Parkos knows.